You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. This is a topic near and dear to my heart. I remember uh, when I first heard of the idea of low sleep needs, I was working with my friend. She's no longer a sleep consultant, but she was a great sleep consultant, Michelle. And she was trying to help me figure out M2's sleep because it was just insane. He was eight months old. He would not take a long nap. Um, And if I got the timing just right, he would take a long nap. But on those days, he wouldn't sleep well. He would be up screaming and we would try like to just let him cry when Joe held him. But it would be like half an hour, 40 minutes of that. And I just remember feeling awful. And so I was working with my friend Michelle and she was like, oh, maybe, maybe you need to cap the first nap because he doesn't need that much sleep. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, maybe he's just super low sleep needs. And I knew my other, my first baby didn't need as much as normal babies, but this one I was like, what? And so I was aiming for two long naps and she's like, just aim for one long nap. Just have one 30 minute nap and one one hour nap. And I was like, that's too little. I've been working with parents and I know at eight months you need to have at least, you know, three, three and a half hours of sleep. She's like, just try it. I don't know. I was like, okay. So I kept that first nap and then he fell asleep on his own for a second nap and it was a long nap and he slept at night and I was like, oh my gosh, I have just opened my life to the world of low sleep needs babies. Um, and God sent me another one that was even lower sleep needs, (laughs) my baby girl. But at that point I knew what to expect. I knew to not ever expect them to take long naps just because the textbook says babies have to take long naps. And so ever since I've been, a lot of people are drawn to me because of that. And so most of the people I work with have babies with low sleep needs. Uh, Most people have tried, you know, sleep training, a million things. And it's not until they work with me that we're able to find exactly, wow, that was one long breath, (laughs) exactly what the low sleep need is. So for example, I'm working with a five month old mom and her baby needs so little sleep, only 11 hours and two hours of day sleep. And, you know, I have a lot of haters against low sleep needs. They're like, no, babies need more sleep. But then we let babies sleep a a long nap and then they don't sleep all night. They wake up at 4 a.m. or they wake up at 2 a.m. and won't go back to sleep till 5 a.m., you know. And so this is very, very near and dear to my heart. I want people to know that low sleep needs exist, that some babies just don't need as much sleep. And that can be the one thing that you need to hear so that you stop stressing out. So let's talk about it. First, I want to talk about how little research there is on actual low sleep needs. I have, I almost did a master's on <laughs> sleep science and then I didn't because of life, but I did so much research in that time about sleep, about what we know about baby sleep. And the thing is, we don't know that much. I know now that, you know, about sleep pressure and that we release adenosine and that dictates when we can fall asleep, when we have enough adenosine built up. And so I have a theory that low sleep needs babies just have a really hard time building up adenosine, which matches my theory because a lot of these low sleep needs babies will have split nights. Like they just are awake until they can build up enough adenosine to go back to sleep in the middle of the night. My next episode is on split nights, so don't don't worry too much about split nights. But the sad thing is we just don't have a lot of research that tells us, one, why? Why are some babies just so low sleep needs? Two, how to handle them? And three, I forgot what I was going to say for three, but there's just not a lot of research. There is one main research that a lot of, you know, the National Sleep Foundation and other sleep groups focus on to tell people the average sleep that babies need. 
but they really just take the average because there are, the chart is kind of crazy. There's like some six month olds that only need 11 hours and then other six month olds that need about 15, 16 hours. And so they say, oh, okay. So the six month olds, and I'm just making these numbers up in my head, but they say, okay, so six month olds need 15 hours or 14 hours and whatever the middle is. But then we forget to really mention that some six month olds really just need 11 hours. And that is the outlier. It's definitely not going to be most people, but they do exist. So let's talk about how we handle a low sleep needs baby. What I want everyone to do first, if you don't know where to start, is just to follow the wake windows I suggest. And you can download those babysleepanswers.com slash podcast um, to know what they are and then try them. And then from there, you can move on. This is what I help people. I have a month long program now where I help them go through this whole thing. But if you you know don't want to work with me and don't want to do it yourself, then this is basically the same the same thing I want you to do. Try those wake windows, see what happens with those, see how baby responds. If you get to a point where you're holding baby and they're sleeping long naps, but they're waking up a ton at night or they're waking up really early, it's likely that they can't handle those long naps. Sometimes all you got to do is stop helping them make long naps and you know, they just have short naps and that's it. Sometimes you have to cap naps. It's hard to know when it's, it really sucks. Um, most of my low sleep needs mamas will tell me finally getting a long nap today. And then at night they're like, wow, we were up all night. And so it kind of stings that when you finally have a baby who can sleep a long nap by themselves is usually the same time you have to cap that nap. Um, again, I get haters on this and never wake a sleeping baby, but (laughs) you're not going to let me have a screaming baby at night just so that I don't wake him up in the middle of the day. Now I do want to say it's hard to wake up a baby in the middle of the day and babies don't usually enjoy it. And so you do have to be more, you have to be a little technical about how you do it. You don't want to just wake them up when they're in deep sleep. So you have to, I I recommend you watch them in the camera or watch them as they sleep. And when they move around, that's when you do want to do it. That's you want to wake them up after their first sleep cycle. As babies grow older and need less sleep, you might have to cap that nap even into their sleep cycle and then you have a grumpy baby for a while. But sometimes it's the only way to secure a long night of sleep and so it's going to kind of matter. It's going to kind of depend on you, sorry, on whether you want to cap the naps for the long night of sleep or if you're okay with a few wake-ups in exchange for a non-grumpy baby during the day. And obviously it matters on how grumpy your baby is. I know my sister would wake up her almost two-year-old at 10 minutes and baby girl would be upset for half an hour. Um, but that way she was sleeping all night and my sister needed that because she's got twins and she's got a four-month-old, I mean a four-year-old, and so she needed that. Now she turned two and she has officially dropped her nap, which is super low sleep needs. Most babies hold on to their nap until two and a half at least if not three and a half four and a half but this baby girl was crying and waking up at night with more than five minutes of nap and fighting bedtime with five minutes of nap so now she is a no nap a newly two-year-old which is unheard of in the sleep communities but this is what baby needs and that's kind of my thing too just it sucks but just cater to your child and don't compare your child to anyone else's just try to figure out what they need now the obvious question is how how do I deal with this? Like, it sucks. I don't get a break. And the honest answer as a mom of two highly or highly low sleep needs is you just kind of deal with it and you add some quiet time to your day where they're just, you don't expect them to fall asleep, but you put them in their room and they're quiet and they're just playing so that you do get a break. And then also you really focus on independent play as early on as you can. I do have a few tips 
for independent play. So I'm going to share those with you. But, you know, I have a friend whose baby was sleeping 13 hours and taking a three hour nap and her friend stopped and her baby stopped napping three hours, just slept two hours. So she's like, Andrea, I don't know what I'm going to do. I need those three hours. I was like, no, I need those three hours. She's like, no, you don't understand. I have to do so much. And I was like, I do understand. I don't think people understand what it's like to only have a 10 minute break when you have a two year old. That's insane. It's a lot. So I do focus on independent sleep. I mean, independent playing. What I like to do is to play filler cup. And so they call me to play with them. I'll play with them, make sure they're engaged in their activity and then inch away and then disappear. And when they call me back, I come right back, but I kind of fill their cup with a little bit of my attention and then inch away. And then you're able to inch away for longer and longer amounts. Again, I wish I had more information on the research of low sleep needs on what exactly because I, I want to do this research one day is it because they can't build up adenosine is it they just need less sleep is it you know they don't have the right hormones like melatonin getting them to sleep when, but I, I just don't know what it is I wish we had more information because that would help me understand more but one more thing I want to say is that it is there is some evidence that it's genetic so generally if you or your husband are low sleep needs you most likely will have a low sleep needs and that's the case for me I'm actually low sleep needs I didn't realize that until my mom was like yeah you were up every day at like five (laughs) you did not sleep much um so just know that it's genetic and if you have once low sleep needs baby you are likely to have more but I don't want that to deter you from having more kids more the opposite of okay well now I'll know what to expect Obviously, if you don't have want have more kids, you don't have to. But for example, I believe we might have a fourth baby, maybe. And I know that if we do, there'll probably be a super low sleep needs because all my babies have been declining in their sleep needs. And now I know, you know what? We'll just roll with it. Baby won't need long naps. And that's kind of a pro. We'll just wear baby for a 30 minute nap and go to the park and go to baseball game or whatever. You just have to make, you just have to kind of own your baby sleep for what it is. Hopefully you listen to this and don't actually have a low sleep needs. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. If you have a low sleep needs kids, hopefully this helps you a little bit just to feel more understood. I don't think there's a lot of help you can get just from learning about it because you really have to cater to your own baby. But hopefully this helps you understand more of how to get more sleep if your baby is on the lower ends of sleep needs. Have a great night.